If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, America celebrates a very different Thanksgiving as COVID cases surge out of control. Big family meals replaced by Zoom calls. The traditional parade becomes a walk around the block. But not everyone is heeding the CDC warnings. A packed restaurant in Florida, lines outside a bar in St. Louis, and this large outdoor party in Los Angeles. Plus, the empty seats at the Thanksgiving table. Always sat next to me, and I just can't do it. Late night decision. The Supreme Court blocks COVID restrictions on religious services. What does that mean for churches, synagogues, and mosques? President Trump's first national security advisor speaks out after being part Could President Trump preemptively pardon himself next? Thanksgiving in a war zone. For U.S. troops in Syria, there's soccer, candy for the children, and turkeys. But not for eating. How the troops are spending the holiday. A different kind of Black Friday. What retailers are doing to get customers back into the stores as online shopping could set records. Dramatic rescue, like the scene out of a movie, a hiker's nine-hour struggle to get help, how he used a flashlight to guide rescuers. And a surprise phone call after a 14-year-old artist's portrait of the vice president-elect goes viral. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and happy Thanksgiving. Nora is off. I'm Chip Reed. Nationwide tonight, Americans are celebrating a Thanksgiving unlike any other, a holiday overwhelmed by new infections of coronavirus and overshadowed by economic hardship and emotional loss. Across the country today, so many traditions were scrapped or scaled back, with families gathering over the Internet instead of around the table. Even the 94-year-old Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York was shortened to one city block, no audience allowed. Tonight, the crowds that once waited outside stores looking for deals are now waiting in long lines asking for food. As we come on the air, the virus has killed more than 263,000 Americans, with another person now dying every 39 seconds. Confirmed cases in the U.S. are approaching 13 million, though CDC researchers say for every one diagnosed, eight more have been missed. And tonight, experts warn the U.S. could be in for an even more dramatic spike soon because of the 50 million Americans who ignored CDC guidance not to travel, and because many states won't report new infections and deaths again until next week. We have a lot of new reporting this Thanksgiving, and our team of correspondents is covering it all. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is going to lead us off tonight from here in Washington. Good evening, Chris. Chip, this is a day where Americans 
come together. But this year, we're being asked to stay apart. It is truly a Thanksgiving like none of us have ever experienced before. This very different Thanksgiving morning started in a food line for thousands snaking through an Anaheim, California parking lot. I mean, it's been tough, you know, like there's not enough money sometimes to eat and things. It's a scene playing out in cities coast to coast as millions struggle with the devastating economic impact of the coronavirus. This was Houston today. I need everything. I've been out of work since uh, November of last year. I have nothing at home. Seriously, nothing. I'm thankful to have you, and I'm so glad... Samantha Halpern is having her first Zooms giving. The Philadelphia transplant nurse told her parents to stay in St. Louis. They canceled two hours before their flight. It just did not feel safe whatsoever. They're not alone. 72% of Americans say they plan to heed the CDC's call to make the holidays virtual this year. But millions did travel. Wednesday was the busiest at airports since mid-March. Nearly 6 million have flown since Friday. I'm not going to stop living because of somebody being afraid of some disease. Fearing super-spreading holiday celebrations, Pennsylvania banned alcohol sales at bars and restaurants Wednesday night. But people, many without masks, packed this restaurant in Florida, hosting a Thanksgiving Eve party with a live band. And this large outdoor party in Los Angeles. Let's be responsible, wear a mask, eat, drink, be merry. Retailers and malls would normally be gearing up for huge Black Friday crowds. But 74% of shoppers plan to buy online this weekend to avoid crowds. Online grocery orders soared 560% last week. SpongeBob was the first square balloon ever created for our parade. Some traditions live on, but with changes. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was a crowdless made-for-TV-only event, a first in its 94-year history. But there was no stopping some New Yorkers from getting into the spirit. We had this vision of him just walking around with a little balloon, just being his own parade. And we decided why not just keep the magic alive. Thanksgiving really marks the beginning of the holiday season, and it comes as doctors are very, very worried about what the next several weeks will bring leading up to the next set of holidays when Americans will want to come together and celebrate in what will be very uncertain times. Chip? Thanks, Chris. Tonight, the CDC has a grim prediction. The U.S. death toll from COVID could hit 321,000 by mid-December. By then, hospitals could be overflowing with patients in many parts of the country. Here's CBS's Adriana Diaz. At Chicago's Rush University Medical Center, they've set up a COVID triage area in the lobby. They're making room for an expected post-Thanksgiving surge. There are 19 patients waiting for a bed right now um, because we don't have any upstairs. Dr. Mita Shaw works in the emergency room. There is a kind of overwhelming sense of apprehension as to what's going to come in the next 10 days. In California, health officials expect shortages in nurse-staffed ICU beds in the next two weeks. We have a full ICU of people with COVID on ventilators who are fighting for their lives. So this is real. The state hit a record for daily cases yesterday. Overnight, the Supreme Court, now with Justice Amy Coney Barrett, blocked New York's strict congregation restrictions on houses of worship, which the court said were being treated more harshly than stores and gyms. Uh, He was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. And my mom was like, you can't what? And he was like, I I can't breathe. In Connecticut, the Spano family has already paid the ultimate price. We first spoke to them in April. We couldn't do anything for him. We couldn't, you know, we couldn't go and comfort him. 
after they lost their son and brother Daniel to the virus. Now his mother, Marianne, and sister Melissa are trying to grapple with a Thanksgiving, Daniel's favorite holiday, without him. I'm not doing good at all. I'm being perfectly honest. I, I get by through the day and, you know, there's times that I just burst out and cry. He's loved Thanksgiving. He was always at my house and he always sat next to me and I just can't do it. I just, just not able to do it. The family won't celebrate in the dining room where Daniel always sat next to his mother. Instead, they'll eat in the kitchen. And Marianne will have to leave food outside her husband's door because he now has COVID too and is quarantining. What do you want people to know this Thanksgiving, given how your family has been hit so hard by this so many times? Enjoy your family. Uh, Take lots of pictures because you never know when this could be your last time together. Their father is thankfully doing okay, but it's going to be a tough Thanksgiving for the Spano family and hundreds of thousands of others. Back here at Rush University Medical Center, one reason they're worried about a rush of patients after Thanksgiving is because they saw a spike after Halloween. Chip? Adriana, thank you. Tonight, President Trump is spending his Thanksgiving once again falsely alleging widespread election fraud. But for the first time, he's also acknowledging he may not be president in January, saying it will be a hard thing to concede if the Electoral College formally elects Joe Biden next month. CBS's Ben Tracy is at the White House tonight. Good evening, Ben. Chip, good evening. The president is not conceding anything yet, and he says it would be a mistake for the Electoral College to certify the election for Joe Biden. He also says Biden should not be forming a cabinet, even though the Trump administration itself has already begun a transition. President Trump began the day on the fairways of his Virginia golf course. At the White House, he later addressed members of six military units stationed around the world. It's the highest honor of my life to serve as your commander-in-chief. He then launched into another baseless claim that President-elect Joe Biden did not actually get the more than 80 million votes cast for him. The only way he got 80 million votes is through a massive fraud. This has a long way to go. You're going to find tremendous fraud. You're going to find fraud of hundreds of thousands of votes per state. With just 55 days left in his term, the first family decided to have Thanksgiving dinner at the White House instead of their usual holiday at Mar-a-Lago in Florida. This year, we're going to be staying in Delaware with just a small group around at our dinner table. President-elect Biden and his family also gave up their customary large gathering in Nantucket because of COVID. The Bidens talked to frontline workers and released a video today about the economic and personal pain so many Americans are facing this Thanksgiving, including the more than 260,000 lives lost to coronavirus. So many people are celebrating this year knowing that someone they love will never again take their seat at the table. Biden is preparing to announce his economic team next week, even as President Trump still refuses to concede. That's right, lock her up! The president's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, is speaking out after being pardoned by President Trump Wednesday. Despite pleading guilty twice to lying to the FBI about his contacts with the Russian ambassador, in a statement today, Flynn said he is the victim, viciously targeted, maligned, smeared, and threatened. But President Trump himself said in 2017 that he fired Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI. Now, President Trump is expected to issue several more pardons before his term ends on January 20th. He even retweeted a congressman who said the president should preemptively pardon himself. Now, tonight, President Trump says it's still too soon for him to talk about whether or not he would run for president again. 
in 2024. Chip. Thanks, Ben. This Thanksgiving, American troops are deployed in more than 100 countries around the world. CBS's Holly Williams is spending the holiday with the 82nd Airborne Division in Syria. U.S. troops faced off against Syrians this morning in a friendly Thanksgiving soccer match. These Syrians are American allies, fighters who battled against ISIS extremists. With the same grit, they won today's game 2-1. More or less is just enjoying the game than competing. Corporal Jose Lazo, a paratrooper from Arlington, Virginia, is spending Thanksgiving away from his family for the first time. Back home, he played for the U.S. Army soccer team. It's a language of its own. You don't really necessarily speak, have to speak the same language, but football itself speaks for itself. The American mission at this desert camp is to help bring security and stability to this corner of war-torn Syria. It's an effort in part to win hearts and minds, as we saw yesterday on patrol with a platoon from the 82nd Airborne Division. Back on base, a flock of resident turkeys has given the place a flavour of Thanksgiving. But they're not for eating. Instead, they keep the spiders here under control. Thanksgiving lunch today was Syrian style, including kebabs and rice cooked by local chefs. It's very different from home, but for specialist Tashara Williams from Brunswick, Georgia, there's still plenty to feel grateful for. I would like to be home, of course, <laughs> but uh, circumstances, I have to be here, so, I mean, it's not that bad. You just got to roll with the punches. Holly Williams, CBS News, in Syria. Pandemic lockdowns have sparked a surge in hiking this year and hiker rescues. This week, a man hiking in the mountains near Calistoga, California, was pinned by a falling boulder. As CBS's Jamie Ucas reports, a phone and a penknife were key to his rescue. This is the dramatic conclusion as the California Highway Patrol rescued hiker Jason Cook. That was exciting. I love the view. He was on a mission to find his missing drone Monday when he slipped on a rock. As he fell, a large boulder pinned him to the ground. There, trapped for the next nine hours, his dying phone in his pocket. I actually reached across with my penknife, cut my pants open, and was able to reach into the pocket and pull my phone out. In freezing cold, he kept failing to free himself and reach the phone. And finally, I was like, you know what? You're not trying hard enough. Try harder. Finally, he got loose. I was like, in your face, Rock. <laughs> I'm free now. <laughs> in total darkness, he called 911. With his GPS location, rescuers in night vision goggles spotted his signals. Must have had such relief at that point. I don't know how to express it. I'm, I'm not one of those teary guys. Tonight, with 11 broken ribs, he's giving thanks. I'm just grateful mostly for, for family and friends and my life. <laughs> Jamie Yukis, CBS News, Los Angeles. Not one of those teary guys. What a story. Hard-hit retailers are banking on Black Friday more than ever this year. It's the day that traditionally kicks off the holiday shopping season with big sales and a crush of customers. But as CBS's Nikki Batiste reports, you can expect a very different Black Friday tomorrow. 
With the traditional Black Friday mob dash gone, there is one safe bet. This year's Black Friday won't look like any other. We were actually just saying, wow, it's Thanksgiving week and we're in the store and there was like hardly anybody in there, which is probably good. These days, holiday shopping is finding its own new normal. Black Friday will be different. Based on our research, more than 45% of consumers have indicated that they started their holiday shopping earlier than ever. As coronavirus cases surge, states are cracking down on any risky retail business. Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont. If there are people who are defiant and refuse to wear the mask, they can be subject to a $100 fine. And for those bigger operators, you will be subject to a $10,000 fine. And despite the pandemic's financial strain on millions of families, holiday retail sales are expected to grow as much as 5%. Online spending is predicted to jump more than 30% over last year. I'll be in my bed. Looking for the deals. Terry and Lisa Calhoun, both registered nurses, know the risk that comes with in-person bargain hunting. Last year and for many years prior, we were out at 5 o'clock in the morning, but no longer. Here on Fifth Avenue in New York City, many stores use plexiglass dividers and require masks and social distancing of anyone who goes inside. And the fact is, these streets may be pretty empty tomorrow on what is normally the busiest shopping day of the year. Chip? If you're traveling this holiday weekend, be prepared for a mammoth storm across much of the eastern half of the country. Heavy rain will fall on Saturday from Texas to the Gulf Coast. Sunday, that rain moves to the southeast and Tennessee River Valley. Then Monday, the storm hits the Great Lakes, bringing days of snow to the Ohio River Valley and rain up and down the eastern seaboard. 14-year-old Tyler Gordon got a special phone call Wednesday from the vice president-elect of the United States. Kamala Harris called the California teen to thank him for the remarkable portrait he painted of her and then posted on Twitter. Hi, oh, what a wonderful, wonderful thing you've done. And I oh, know your you. artistry. The young artist says Harris inspired him by breaking barriers, something he can relate to. Tyler stutters and is partially deaf. As we celebrate this Thanksgiving, a reminder that generosity can be contagious. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian. At the Sakina Halal Grill, owner Kazi Manan has always served more than just food. Giving is a joy. I make everything fresh. That was evident when we first met Kazi back in February 2019. This is our recipe from my mom. When he offered meals to the homeless, free of charge. We will honor you and respect you the same way uh, we honor and respect, uh, you know, paying guests. But in the midst of the pandemic, the tables have turned. We have a huge loss in the revenue. When did it hit you that you could no longer serve meals to the homeless? Early July. How did you feel? It just hurt, like, you know, uh, it's in you that you wanted to give, but you, your pockets are empty. And so the man, who never asked for a penny to help others, set up a GoFundMe page. The world responded. People from Bangladesh, London, Haiti, we raised over $250,000, uh, which will give me a caution to uh, last through this pandemic. Uh, and start offering a free meal that is going to give me the joy that I was talking about. Once again, filling a need in a season of giving. Nicole Killian, 
CBS News, Washington. And that is what Thanksgiving is all about. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, CBS's Steve Hartman with a Christmas troop deployment of toy soldiers now, including women, thanks to a little girl who wouldn't take no for an answer. If you can't watch live, don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Chip Reed. And from all of us at CBS News, a very happy Thanksgiving. Good night. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.